0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Back Patio Network. We are playing Doomsday Dawn today, part of the New Path podcast. We are playing Affair at Sombril Hall today. We have the original crew from the last yes, last one. Which one? Last one? Yeah, Mountain? yeah, yeah the last one. Yeah.
1: Mountain.
2: So who else here today?
1: Oh, I'm Wes. I'm here.
2: All right. Who are you playing, playing. Wes?
1: I am playing Billy Wales, the uh, cleric of Arastal.
2: Uh I'm Casey. I'm playing Arthuric, the cleric of Pharasma.
1: Can you say the name one more time?
2: Arthuric. 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 Like Arthuric? It's spelled Arthuric, yes, but I'm saying Arthuric. <laughs> Arthuric. As if there's an I between the R and a K. I will imagine an I there. I can write an I Arthuric. there, but that's not my name. Yeah, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, this is my name.
1: This is how you say it.
3: It's, it's not
2: phonetic. <laughs> right? It looks
1: like Arthuric.
0: You uh, pronounce it Porsche. So maybe it should be like an apostrophe after the R. Arthur.
4: That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Right. Nice.
2: Where's the Sharpie? Where's the Sharpie? <laughs> all right. We're
3: figuring no. it out. This is Adam, and I will be playing Gone, a uh, level seven monk. <laughs>
0: Good. Are you... Uh, what race are you playing?
3: Uh, I'm a halfling.
0: That's right. Three of you guys are halflings
1: <laughs> yeah, today, right? we're all halflings. Oh, and we all wanted it? to be different, Yeah. so we made halflings. Yeah. it's <laughs> yep. funny is uh,
3: <laughs> we all decided we were going to play something we hadn't played yet, so we all played halflings. And
0: I see... Morty mort morty hurdy gurdy. I'm not gonna say that every time I call upon you. So Please what, don't. what do you who are you? Who do you go by?
4: I am Hannah, and I am Mort hurdy-gurdy. Mort. I no, no, am no, that's a half orc paladin.
0: So half everybody's half something. Lings and orcs. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you're a paladin of who?
4: Iomiday. Or is that whom? I don't whom. know.
0: Iomiday? All right. Iomide, yes. The English major over here correcting my grammaticals. <laughs> Y'all okay. ready to start? Let's it's do this. Already. Ironic. Ironical? It's ironical. It is 4711, four years after the trio of hapless goblins stumbled across what possibly could be the, one of the most important documents of modern Galarian, and they said, fuck it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, one of them did, yeah.
0: Well, the other ones were dead. Right. So, yeah. Luckily, a young member of the Palatine Eye followed up one of the goblins and realized that they had found and sent realized what she had found and sent it to her superiors in the order. Today, it is wheel day. Castrol the 18th. Ustalov. Gray skies, heavy snow throughout, particularly in Rosenport, where the four of y'all have found yourselves. Young messengers find the four of you individually and deliver rolled parchment secured with a wax seal and a scarab with an eye on the back, closing it. Young messengers find the four of you individually and delivered a scroll parchment secured with a wax seal of a scarab with an eye on the back. You know the symbol of the Order of the Palatine Eye, as you have all then worked for them in the past.
1: Yeah, these bastard people. Bastard. Secret society. Do you always
0: play an asshole? Is no, that this your is
1: thing. This is Wes. Oh, I see. Okay, this is Wes. Secret Se- society uh, wax seal. Come on,
3: I'm no. on the other side of this. Yeah. I am so happy that there are finally active secret societies in Pathfinder. Like they <laughs> yeah. were there before, yeah. but I'd never heard or really played a game with them in them because they were secret. Well, yeah, but now they're not, and it's great. And this whole <laughs> what,
0: what do we call this? Not Adventure Path, but a uh, playtest path. Playtest yeah. path. Yeah, yeah. This playtest path is just nothing but. Palatine, Eye. Palatine Eye, the Dominion of the Black, all this secret stuff. So I love it. And the yeah.
3: was the Whispering Way was part of it too. I think
0: it is like off to the side as a as an afterthought. It's just the Palatine Eye is against, the Palatine Eye is against any secret societies that are out to harm Galarian.
1: Right. Yeah. And I
0: love it. I think yeah, it's cool. It's great. You
1: uh you think they're setting something up for the first adventure path of uh, Pathfinder 2.0 Absolutely. 2.0? Do. Oh, yes. If Ooh. the first adventure path is nothing but secret societies, I will flip. That will be so awesome. Maybe we can run that.
3: It could
4: happen. Mm, Yes, please. Dun, dun, dun.
1: (laughs) That's a long way off, though. Would you like me to read the letter? Yes, please, sir.
3: Faithful friend, your sisters and brothers of the esteemed Palantine Eye are at a loss. We need the assistance of a specific expert, but to get it, we need help from you. To explain, two years ago, from an ancient tomb in Kedapesh, our agents retrieved a most sinister gem called a countdown clock. Within its faucets dance shifting names that chronicle the ellipsing of time. Our scholars have recently determined that these shifting runes are counting down to the year 4718. This is most alarming, for we have also learned that this year is of significance to the domain of the black. Beyond these facts, we are stymied. Stymied?
4: Stymied. Yeah,
1: I can I can never get that word right. <laughs> <Stimied>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: The Palatine Eye needs to know what we face. Specifically, we need the research skills of one Dr. Varid Oskalar, Ustalov's foremost expert on the dominion of the black, and a vaunted professor of the Sinkamakati? <clears throat> school. The good doctor, however, is not currently in residence at his post. Sinkamakti. Wish we- I had to say it to myself
0: like 15 times to figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> Please,
3: continue. <laughs> We understand that he has gone on sabbatical at Somberfell Hall, a manor his family owns on the southwestern shores of Lantern Lake. Some say that his research into the Dominion has left his mind in a delicate state. If there were any other way to thwart the evils we face, we would not bother the good professor. Along with a group of like-minded and pious partners we've assembled, we ask you to travel to the professor's retreat and humbly ask for his aid. Dr. Oscillard knows the horrors the Dominion would visit on us... Better than anyone, and he respects those dedicated to thwarting them. He is, by all accounts, a religious man, and we hope he will listen to you, consider our case, and help us, despite the rest he is, despite the rest he is undertaking. Please, without delay, meet the others at the Hungry Fog in Rasenport Square on Oath Day, noon. He agree. We can arrange for a stipend to pay him for his services. We humbly request your utmost alacrity. We know not what we face, nor is there time to waste. That means speed. Yours in the unexplained, the eye.
0: And all four of you receive an identical message curled and sealed with the wax symbol of the Palatine eye.
1: So I'd like to point out one quick thing. Uh, I love the date use that Galarian uses. Um, 4718 uh, translates to 2018 our time. So it's always really easy to keep track of when an adventure path was released because it Completely synchronizes with uh, the real-time date. It does. So, 4718, it's counting down to the year that we're in right now. Yes. Uh Uh-oh.
0: Another interesting thing is this is currently 4711, the year that Carrion Crown commences in Uh, Ustalov within, I don't know, 100 miles of where you are now. Oh, that's so So cool. So, all the things that we are doing in the private game that we're playing are happening
3: exactly the same time that this is going on. That's neat. Because now I can see, like my character in your other game that we're privately running, not right. on a podcast, like doing his thing and this all having the same time. That's yeah. so cool. Just add to so, uh, the
2: world. Vote to ignore this and just go that hundred miles to join up with the other party? Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna go play Carrion
1: Crown with uh with uh Bereft and the rest of the crew. Hell yeah. So any one of you guys could walk into
0: where you got your other party is yeah. and just take over. Like, they're, you're all level one. No, you're level two now, aren't you? Like that, yeah. yeah, so...
1: <laughs> so, seventh level, Pathfinder 2.0, we kicks the butt.
0: Yeah, fuck it. Let me just throw my notes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next morning, Oath Day, the 19th, the four of you meet at the Hungry Fog, a small tavern in Rosenport, and you all kind of meet up with each other. You see, I guess, essentially holding these scrolls um, from the Palatine eye and introduce yourselves
1: oh I see you two have you three all have the same scroll I do my name is Billy Wales and I only kill for right and good now cleric of a rastle. and he has a uh, a longbow on his back that is two deer antlers held together by a piece of wood in the middle uh, a couple of uh, a quiver full of arrows and uh, he has the in the the Longbow is almost obviously a holy symbol. It's well polished, well taken care of. Uh, the scale mail that he's wearing is extremely worn, scratched from past battles, and he has a red beaded necklace. I'll
2: see you and I have the same necklace. <laughs> I just nod. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm Arthric, cleric also, but uh, Ferasma is who I follow. Unlike you, I like to take pride in the way my clothes look. So my scale mail is... Polished, nice, clean, precise. And then I f- <laughs> flash my dagger of poison. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I
1: respect everything Pharasma stands for. Pharasma
2: is actually very Good. popular
0: in to too. Mm-hmm. It's a very well known god. Yes.
4: Sir Arthuric, Sir Billy, I am a. <laughs> Sir
0: Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Sir
4: Billy the Fourth,
1: here again to save the day.
4: My name is Mort, Hurdy Gurdy. Pleased to meet you. I look forward to working with you on this quest. I just I
1: just want to point out, that's your voice for half work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. I love it. Love it.
3: I'm
4: a gentle giant.
1: <laughs> Very
3: cool. Among halflings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another halfling joins the crew, and uh, this halfling is just wearing um, like a gi, but he's not wearing the upper half of it, so it's just the pants. I don't know what those would be called. Part of the gi. Part of the gi. Gi pants. Gi pants. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But he's also got bracers on both of his wrists, um, and he's completely bald. He's got like the um, monk symbol on his forehead. Does that make sense? You know what I'm talking about? Like the four dots that you normally see. It's like Krillin from Dragon Ball. Thank you. That's exactly (laughs) what I'm going for. Wait a minute. You're Krillin? Yes.
4: Is that what we're doing
3: here? (laughs) Do you have a nose? Yes, I do have a nose. Um, (laughs) Dang it. He also, behind one of his his right hand's bracer, he has um, a small red beaded bracelet. And he just says, yes, hello, friends. I am also here uh, on behalf of the Eye. And
0: funny enough, that bracelet looks very familiar to a pair of necklaces you've just seen.
3: Yes. (laughs) Okay. It is neat, though, because apparently uh, if you're wearing it in necklace form, it appears differently than if you're wearing it in bracelet form. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it actually has rules for that. It does. It specifies it. That's pretty cool. Uh, The string of beads can be worn as a necklace or carried in a hand. Either way, you must invest the item for it to be able to activate it. When tied together as a necklace, it appears to be a hemp string with lustrous red beads of various sizes hanging from it. And when held in the hand, it appears in its true form. A golden chain with golden spheres attached by fine threads. But yeah, so depending on where you're wearing it, the beads are totally different looking, and I thought that was pretty neat. That is pretty cool. So
0: after the four of you meet and greet and drink and eat... (laughs)
1: Let's emphasize eating. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
0: Um, It is first thing in the morning. Uh, You gather your gear. The four of you travel on horseback 25 miles north to the shores of Lantern Lake, where Somberfell Hall sits overlooking, overlooking the peaceful waters. You arrive in the late afternoon. Before you like the smoky exhalation of a mighty beast. A billowing haze blankets the lake. A massive mansion rises from the mist with sweeping roofs topping two and a half vaulted stories. The manor's grand entrance consists of mahogany double doors, a white marble knocker fashioned in the likeness of an angel-shaped ankh, and a tarnished bronze placard that reads Somberfell Hall. What religion were you guys? A Rastal for me, and for Rasma,
1: for the cleric, for the and other cleric, the paladin. I am day.
0: Uh, everybody, give me a re- well. You know what? I'm tired of rolling y'all's knowledge checks, so <laughs> uh, y'all are gonna roll them.
1: And if it's if it's a god of Galarian, like pretty you much know. with two
0: clerics and a paladin, We're you figure, figure it out. <laughs> it's it's an, a onk to Serinray. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. We know Serinray.
0: Yes. Um, what do you do?
1: Uh, go up and knock on the door. <laughs> I mean, we're just here to pick up, uh, what's his name, right? Yes. Hey, so Gon, what was the name of the guy we're looking for? Uh, Dr. Oscalar. Dr. Oscalar. Let's just knock on the door and see if he'll answer. I'm sure it'll be a really easy adventure if we just knock on the door and take him with <laughs> us. I hope you're right. Yeah.
3: Sounds like a plan. Uh, Gon will wrap the, uh, Ray door knocker. And you destroy it with your magical hands. Oh. No. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> dude,
1: dude, be careful. I am very sorry, friend.
0: Uh, after you knock on the door, uh, one of the ancient doors creaks open, revealing a carpeted entryway lit with dozens of weeping candles and floor sconces. Standing in the doorway is a grim-faced woman with several loose scrolls still in one hand. Unimpressed, she looks at you and says, "Well, yes?"
1: Um, we're here for
0: Dr. Oscar. Dr. Oscar? Oscar Who is Dr. Oscar? Oscar? Uh,
3: I believe it's a uh, Dr. Oscalar.
0: Dr. Oscalar is busy. And it, as far as that's concerned, so am I. And she starts to shut the door. Wait, uh, wait, wait. wait, 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 oh, wait hold hold wait, on. Whoa.
3: Uh, we've been sent here specifically from the Palantine Eye. We need his help. She, her, she
0: softens a little bit. And she kind of raises an eyebrow. Sylvia she opens the door all the way up. Please follow me. Well, that was easy. She walks in. I know that Dr. Oscular is well known to assist with a palatine eye and he would be very upset if I didn't at least let him know you're here to see him. And she walks you in to a very, very large room with a red carpet.
3: Well, we uh we really appreciate your time. Thank you. What was your name?
0: My name is Lukvi. The receiving hall, which you are now walking into, is oppressively gloomy. Though an unlit chandelier glitters 20 feet overhead, right in the center of the room, dusty red carpeting runs down its center, flanked with rows of six-foot-tall iron-floor sconces with a few lit candles. At the end of the hall are staircases leading to a second-floor balcony, flanking a large large stone pillar at the end. Please, stay here. I will bring the professor to you. After about two three minutes, she comes walking back. And behind him is a disheveled, mid-40s, you know, have already quit on life, um, <laughs> man with glasses. He walks up to you. Kind of a smile on his face. He looks tired, a little haggard. He says, hello, uh, I'm Verid, But you probably already knew that, didn't you? Please, tell me what I can do for you.
3: Uh, well, the Palantine eye has... Uh, asked us to come and, and meet with you we we need your assistance or they need your assistance and they were unable to find you at your normal residence
1: and they sent us with a packet gold to get make sure you're paid well or did they not
3: they didn't send you the
0: gold immediately it's going to be delivered later
1: <laughs> well they're gonna deliver some gold later
0: <laughs> well that'll be very helpful with my research um, I am actually probably on the precipice of a great discovery that I could probably finish, t- I feel like, tomorrow, tonight, tomorrow, just the next couple of days. I am happy to help in all things with Palatine Order, but I need to finish this research first.
1: Nope, we gotta go.
0: I'm sorry, it's not an option. I will be of no help to you until I can get this off my mind.
3: Is there something that we can do to help maybe aid and assist? Um, I can roll some d20s for you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, want to, I want the half-orc to just, like, wrap her arms around him pick him up and haul him out the front door. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to see what happens.
4: I'm sorry, sir, but you're going to have to come with me.
0: (laughs) Believe me, no one is more out to defeat the Dominion than I am. But I need to finish this first. And this is when Lukvi kind of steps forward a little bit. She said, the best thing you can do to help us is to get out of our way. This is Sumberfell Hall. It is Dr. Oscular's house, his uh, ancient family home. Make yourselves at home. She kind of throws her thumb behind her, pointing towards where the stone pillar is. You can see a couple of other research assistants kind of milling about, a bunch of scrolls, tables. It looks like they've converted this large room into just a study area. Um, if you will just stay out of this area, or if you come through this area, just be quiet. Let us finish our, our research, and we can help you when we're done. And Dr. Os- uh, Dr. Oscular kind of he pats her on the shoulder and he smiles she's very very protective of me but she is right I'm not trying to be rude but the best thing you can do to help me is to just
1: stay out of her way
0: Well, I really feel like I can be done in the next day or two
1: do you have some rooms that we can stay in
0: we do I have several rooms uh, he looks at Lucky again and would you mind escorting them upstairs we have several guest rooms that are our ready at all times you have enough actually for individual rooms for all of you
3: more importantly do you have a fully stocked pantry um we
0: have foodstuffs we have uh preserves uh, bottle uh, jarred we'll start there
3: (laughs) if you wouldn't mind showing us to the pantry i'd be happy to help
0: um (laughs) lucky kind of looks at you said you can find it you have my permission to just Run around and do what you want. Just stay out of our way and be quiet if you're in the area, please.
2: Okay. So point us to the
0: direction of that pantry. And she, and she points down. Uh, there's a couple of doors that you passed on the way in. Uh, she says it's down southern, southeastern part of. Somerville Hall
1: and so we're moving miniatures around the beautiful map of the mansion that uh, Matt has drawn I would say beautiful <laughs> we're in area what's the number on that area there, uh, there Adam <clears throat> it looks like D13 D13
0: so as you guys you ask that question and you start walking that way um, Luckvie just kind of shrugs and says well if you want to find your room they're upstairs there's four empty rooms just
1: just please Are be quiet D6 D7 D10 and D11
0: they are not.
1: <laughs> What's the numbers on our upstairs rooms?
0: They're not on that map. That's lower. See the those okay, two. those two stairs. Those are stairways yeah. up to the mm, balcony. Okay. Okay. I didn't draw all the upper levels because there's so little up there. There's just three okay. rooms, four rooms. So rooms. it'll be easy to find. Actually, some of you may be sharing a room. <laughs> 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 there's a master bedroom and two just regular sized bedrooms. So. Two of you may want to share one of the master bedrooms and one a piece in the smaller bedrooms. Just three halflings, we'll all fit in one yeah. room. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
4: fit in one bed. <laughs> Ooh. And then I can spread out.
0: Uh, you walk into that room, and it's obviously an old storage room, moth-eaten clothes, damaged paintings, etc. A couple of large trunks, but you don't. And there's another door out of that room. There's actually, it's a long, thin room, so it's about 15 feet wide, goes about 60 feet long. There's a doorway at the end of the hall. And a doorway to
1: the north. We're raiding right the pantry. I think is a so I make a peanut butter and jelly preserve sandwich.
0: This this isn't actually the pantry. This oh. is just you're, you're not there yet. You're this is just a, a dry storage area. Looks like maybe they put junk in here. That's where they store things that they
3: want to throw out later.
1: Well then, why are we even here? Let's keep going to the pantry.
3: Anything in here look valuable? Uh,
1: give me a perception check.
3: It's gonna be a nineteen. Nineteen.
2: Actually uh, a twenty.
0: Sorry. 20? nothing really the, the large trunks are sturdy uh, there will you know there's a latch for a lock
3: but there's nothing actually in this area that's of value okay I said we just
1: continue forward then uh, yeah I'm not even sure why you're looking uh, so are we go into the little corner room that's uh, at the end of the hallway or are we go in through the north door
3: We go into the corner room and then if there's nothing in there we'll continue in the D12 that's exactly
1: what I was thinking
3: Going
0: north um, that is a large room. Somerville Hall's Summerfell Hall's Salon may have once been a relaxing room for entertainment, but today the chamber has been converted into a fantastically messy study. It's an additional study area for the the research students, the doctor, and the um, Right now, this is where they all are. They were asking you to stay out of D two. That was a mistake. This is where they are. This is where they're doing their study. Sure. Um, but they they you know you walk in. Unless you're just making a, you know, a commotion, they just look at you and nod and continue on what they're doing. I want to stealth into the room that he just pointed at. Uh, what room did he point at?
2: The corner. It's room not that- labeled.
3: Otherwise, I would tell you something.
0: Uh, you, it's uh, it's, kind of an addition to that big storage area. More Gah- trunks, ah. empty stuff. There's nothing really in there. <laughs> Lucky sees you kind of milling around. She just yells at you, that's just where we store junk to be thrown out later. That's old, uh, torn up Paintings and, and old clothes. Dr. Luckvie hasn't been here in years. Uh, we had to clean up quite a bit before we could actually use this hall for the purposes we need.
1: So, sorry to bother you, but uh, you said to go that way for the pantry. Um, the food, the, the food, that's all we're really interested in.
0: Oh, did I say that way?
1: Yeah, you, you pointed this direction. <laughs> she, she points back to the opposite <laughs> side of the hall to the other corner. I met over there. <laughs> well, as a uh, as a cleric of Erastel, I have phenomenal, excellent sense of direction. And yes, we'll just go over there now. Right.
0: You walk into this room, and it's the kitchen. It contains large food preparation counters. So we go
1: completely across the entire map. Over yes. to the other side, which to is what about is now 80 like D3. feet. Okay.
0: It's, it's, yeah.
1: Like, oh, well, it's, sorry, very good. Yeah, each square is a sorry, mile, actually. <laughs> and this is the biggest hall you've ever seen in your life. It's fucking huge.
2: We're still on horses, though, right?
1: Yes. All
0: right, Absolutely. so we're good. We're good. Shitting
4: no wonder she got so confused. Yeah.
1: That red carpet is looks like goblins have been here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all the way across to the other side uh, into D3 on the... um, You said this was north, so we're on the west side of the Southwestern part
0: of the okay. hall. Uh, like I said, large food preparation counters, fire pits, built-in oven. One of the only thing that really... There's no food in here, okay? There's two double doors to the north, which you assume is going to be the pantry because it's the only other way out of this room. Um, but you do notice that in this area, in the kitchen... There's about a dozen really well-made silver expert-quality cooking knives, just lying about. You said silver, right? Silver, yes. I'm going to pick one up. Okay, it's basically an expert expert-quality dagger made of silver.
1: I'm re- uh, sorry. The quiet is me writing this down. I now have an expert-quality silver dagger in my belt or somewhere on nearby.
2: I'm going to pick one up as well.
1: Okay. I don't know why. It just seems pertinent. <laughs> The DM said it. It must be important. Yeah, right. (laughs) Don't put a gun on the wall unless you're going to take it down and shoot it. (laughs) Uh, And then I guess we'll, and if there's nothing else here, we're going to go through D4. Like, just a cursory glance around. If there's no food around, I am smelling the food and going that way.
0: You go north uh, into, the obviously, the dining room. Floor-to-ceiling glass panes. A luxury that must have cost the Escalars a fortune. Make up the posh dining room's entire western wall. A solid mahogany din- dining table overlooks this magnificent vista, though a thick layer of dust covers it. Smaller serving trays and furniture are arranged neatly around the room and in clusters. And again, to the north, there's another kind of catacornered wall uh, that goes to another corner of the hall.
1: They hide their food like gold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something interesting as you're walking by, uh, the chairs are, are movable, you know, you just kind of bump one. But you notice that the tables are nailed down. Well, that's like They they are not movable.
1: You wouldn't want them floating away in the middle of a meal. This is true. Or flooding.
2: <laughs> Can we inspect them? Sure. Give me a perception. I'm sorry. You said flooding? Yeah. Flooding? That... You're next flooding. to a lake. Oh,
3: that's true. Yeah.
2: Ah, that's uh, true. I did not at 20, so that's okay. the, uh, 32.
0: Uh, you don't really see anything unusual. It's just the fact that this table is nailed to the ground. It would take... Quite a bit of effort to get this thing, and le- without tools to pull the nails out. If you just tried to rip it up, probably not going to happen with the four of you.
1: Mm. Impressive,
3: yeah. Especially since the table is probably as tall as three of us. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: It's well, it's probably well above your head. You're what three and a half feet tall? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right yeah, right so. four feet. Yeah. Have yeah, you so heard of run under it?
1: Have you heard of stealing everything that's not nailed down? Nobody's walking away with this table. <laughs> so continue. <laughs>
0: You continue on to that door, I'm assuming. Um, You open the door, and this is the small pantry containing two large ceiling-high shelves. Filled with preserves and cooking supplies. So there's food in here, but it is like old, not old food, but like preserved food. It's kind of like jarred pickles and jarred uh, jams and things like that. So there's no breads, there's no meats, but there is some food in here. Sardines? Uh, Yes, there are sardines. Excellent.
3: can of
1: sardines, that's mine. (laughs) I'll grab the jar of pickles. All right. And we make ourselves a sardine pickle sandwich.
0: There's no bread, no bread. <laughs> so it's low carb, I guess.
3: Well, no. The, see, the sardines replace the bread, so it's like <laughs> so you're sardine pickle the sardine.
4: sardines. With
1: I, it's uh, finally somebody understands me. Yeah. yeah,
3: it's literally one bite is the sodium you'll need for three weeks. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> a goblin sandwich this is a
1: goblin sandwich
0: well it's, it's a halfling sandwich like you guys are well known for being what super hungry
2: first breakfast second breakfast sure 70s 70s yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: I get the jam preserves and eat it okay just right I from will the jar. also
4: grab oh. one of those and probably you know eat it with my finger this so far has <laughs> been
2: the weirdest dungeon crawl ever <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs>
1: welcome to the back patio network oh, where God. we search for food hey, it's
0: important
4: we're scavengers
0: Uh, Not much more is in here. Just there's the the
3: two big uh, shelves. I'm interested. What was the big D2 area?
2: D2? Because it's right in front of the big red carpet. Isn't that the big stone pillar?
0: Uh, Looking back, you you remember that the big stone pillar was also uh, lined with shelves, with Mm -hmm. books. Probably some kind of library. Y'all are eating pickles and jam and... and
1: yeah, if the uh, if this pantry had 200 jars in it, it has about 100 when we're done. Okay,
0: they said make yourself a home. So. And boy, did we. It was so, a long trip. So what is your bulk
3: now?
1: <laughs> Double. <laughs> <laughs> just call me round belly. <laughs>
4: Billy round belly. <laughs>
3: After I finish eating, uh, I'll probably just head up to a room. Okay. Uh, head upstairs. Um, like I
0: said, there's you go upstairs, there's a long hallway that runs... The entire length of, or the entire width of Summerfell Hall. Um, And there are three sets of doors. Um, A single set, excuse me, there are four sets of doors. There's one set right as you top the western most most stairs, the closest ones to you. And the first door you come to is just a regular door um, that is padlocked. And you notice on down further, there's another door, another set of double doors, and at the far end of the hall, another single set of doors. You're assuming those are the three bedrooms, but you're not quite sure what this
1: small door goes to. It's locked. They don't want us to go in it. We should probably just go to sleep. Hey, Gon. Yes, Billy. When does the action start?
3: (laughs) Probably the moment we fall asleep, Billy.
0: Let's go to sleep. So everybody goes to their beds
3: and goes to sleep. I actually want to sneak out and try and open up that locked door, like immediately. Yeah. Okay. Not immediately, but I'm going to be sneaking, um, and I want to try to open that locked door. All right. So you're gonna wait till everybody's. I mean, you're gonna wait till night and then yeah, till everybody's in
1: bed. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, you wait. You do. Who who's staying with who?
1: I think the three halflings are staying together, and then the half orc is by herself.
0: All right. So in the master bedroom, three halflings, and the half orc just grabs a room.
1: Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: There's nothing really distinct about these rooms. They're well kept. They're, you know The beds are made. And it looks like nobody's been in here in years. They are not using these rooms to sleep in. Gone. Actually, everybody just made me a perception check.
5: <laughs> me
0: too. Going? Everybody. Everybody make a perception check. 30 for Billy. They're okay. Oh, God. What's the lowest? Who's got it? 27. 27. 21. 21 27. 20, okay. Everybody. 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 As it starts to get dark, you hear a loud just What's continuous that? from downstairs in the main probably the front door. Just a, a rhythmic
1: <gasps> pounding. Oh, as soon as Billy wakes up, he uh, reaches over and starts shaking Gone. He shakes uh, Arthur and I look at Gon and go, "Hey Gone, I think the action's starting. Let's go get uh <laughs> let's go get Mort. Let's do it, Billy." <laughs> so, here's a quick question. Do you all sleep in your armor? I'm a yes. monk. I don't oh, wear armor. God, That's no. right.
3: Absolutely nope. not. All right. So. I do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you do, then you are fatigued when you wake up. So, do you sleep in your armor? No. Okay. Uh, there is who? What kind of? I know the monk no armor, but what kind of armor are you guys wearing? Scale. Scale. For both the halflings.
1: Both have. Yeah, I have scale mail as well for Billy. Those are medium or heavy. I think those are light. Yeah, they're light. Both light. Okay. And what about you? Plate mail. So you're heavy. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well,
0: so without help, it will take you five minutes to put your armor on. With help, it will take you two and a half. Gon would
1: probably rush over to help her. Okay. Oh, do you two know each other already?
4: Yeah. By the way, I'm a male.
3: Oh. oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. I just assumed. I apologize. <laughs>
4: well, Mort,
3: Morty, like well, Morton, the female. No, you're half. mean, a half orc. I mean,
4: <laughs> well, you know, you. Can't. I'm so ugly. I guess you can't tell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the male half orc sleeps. In the room by himself. Yeah, yes. if you want help, we would all help you.
4: Yes, please. Yeah, I need three halflings. I love the, yeah.
3: the idea of <laughs> like, three halflings
1: like on
3: shoulders, you know, you're all three scrambling
4: of Scrambling up and like attaching my arms.
1: We car- we carry a trench coat just for this opportunity. <laughs> it's like a weird version of Cinderella. Yeah. It is.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but like, stacked on top of each other, y'all look like Raphael, <laughs> like the trench coat in the hat, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Like the three short people making the tall man yeah. with the hat. Yeah. <laughs> within literally seconds after you you hear the thumping, you hear a large crash like Ah, 20 seconds into it. And you hear multiple screams coming from downstairs. You literally have gotten out of bed and are starting to don your armor. Roll initiative.
3: Oh, wow. Uh, Perception for this? Perception initiative, yeah.
4: Well, I'm at a 10.
2: 30. Nice, Casey.
4: 30. I like
2: this dice. (laughs) All right, so... I hear the screams too, and even though for Asmus, the god of death, creating undead, desecrating corpses, and robbing tombs are my anathema. So, for me, I kind of have the same feeling. I'm going to run out as well. So, I grab my silver dagger, my dagger of venom, and my crossbow. Okay. I'll give that two actions. And then I head off.
0: Alright. So, put yourself on the map going down the stairs.
2: Uh, Movement of 15, right? Yes, movement of... Well, I don't have armor now. Well, I can that armor. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, still 15. Okay. Oh,
0: no. So that that's about where you are right there. That's about 15 feet out the door. Uh, Gone.
3: Gone would probably try to find Morty and help him put on his armor.
0: Okay. You know where he is? He's got like a move of 40, right? I have a movement of 40. 50, yes. All right, so I'll put you in Morty's room um, to step up to help him don his armor. Okay. Uh, You also hear the screams. Okay.
1: Billy. So, yeah, I'm headed down the stairs as well. I'm probably right behind or right with uh, Arthur. Grabbing your stuff. Yeah, I'm going to grab my bow, handful of arrows, and stick the dagger in, uh, I guess, in my shirt pocket. Okay. Morty, what you doing?
4: How long does it take me to put you on completely? 25 rounds. 20? What? Yeah, two and a half
0: minutes with his help. With Khan's uh, help. It'll take you 25 rounds to put your armor on.
4: Oh, fuck it. No. No. Okay. So, immediately, when I hear the screams, I'm already bursting out the door.
0: So, kind of the same thing. Grab, your st- yeah. grab what you can, your weapons, yeah, right out there. Yeah, my sword and my shield. And so, just kind of line you three up. Mm-hmm. Actually, your movement's a lot better than there. So, you're about 15 feet ahead of them, heading downstairs.
3: So, I guess if, when I met Morty at the door,
1: I would have followed them. Okay, sure. Yeah.
0: Then you can have an additional movement. You can be at the bottom of the stairs this round if you choose to be. Sure. All right. You are all on these stairs. You can see. You know, you this upper area is a balcony. So as you go down the stairs, you can see the scene before you. You look into the main room, the hall that you walked into in the first place, the receiving room with the red carpet. You see one of the. You see one of the research assistants who you never actually got the name of. It's the male human. Is lying there, bloodied and being gnawed upon by a hairless, gray creature, skinny, clawed, and you can smell even out here. It's not enough to affect you, but you can smell stench, like just pure rot oh. and disgusting uh, dead flesh. There are four others. Two are moving towards the other assistant, a female who you didn't meet. And they're, flank- they're getting ready to flank her. And they're not just moving. They, you know, they move really fast. Like you imagine uh, 27 days later. Like they just take off running. <gasps> but they don't just run. They run about halfway and then they just leap another 15 feet and oh just gosh. land. Oh no, my No, 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 no. They're like, you know, claws in hand, bare fangs. Um, they're going after the research assistants. And you see Lucky running into the area where they were studying earlier. And you don't see the professor anywhere. Let's set up the scene. Arthric, it is
2: now your turn. I'm going to continue down the stairs, so that's uh, 15 feet. All right. So that's first move action, 5, 10, 15, second move action. I'm at the bottom of the stairs. Okay. Uh, Gone, it is your turn. Okay,
3: so Gone is going to step up to this first nasty bad guy that's chewing on the assistant.
0: Okay, that's the the one that's still alive. Right. Okay. He is now flanked
3: second action I will go into my wolf stance right. and for my third action I am going to make an attack and because he is flanked my attack now has a um, forceful trait all right
0: first thing I w- want you to do is give me a fortitude save because when you get closer the smell of this creature almost starts to make you wretch. sure so fortitude save
3: that's at 24
0: 24 you are fine good deal and, and you're now bolstered against that smell for 24 hours, so you don't have to roll that saving through anymore.
3: Awesome. And for my attack, I'm actually going to do Flurry of Blows, so it's two attacks. Okay. Uh
0: oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to start
3: this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a total of 16. That does not.
1: That's a mess. Yeah,
3: that's kind of what I thought. Oh, God. End of my turn. All right, uh, Billy. Billy.
1: Okay, Billy is going to take his first stride action, 25 feet, since he's not wearing his armor, he doesn't have his backpack, he's got a bow, and a whole bunch of arrows, as well as his holy symbol, 25 feet forward, that puts that creature on the other side, 510, 15, 20, 25, 30, uh, so the, I can only reach the one that Gon is attacking, Okay. I'm going to use the next two actions to do a range touch attack against uh actually it's not even a touch attack i'm just a range heal against that undead looking creature
0: that is that is a touch attack if you're attacking you have to roll the hit if you're healing it's a free touch
1: it is a saving throw oh you sure no it doesn't require a touch attack when targeting an undead creature does not okay so fortitude save fortitude save what is the dc that is what i am trying to freaking find Uh, that is a great question. Um, is anybody else who has played a caster yes. remember where the ten
0: plus your main skill plus your level will be your DC?
1: So twenty-one.
0: Twenty-one. DC twenty-one. Fortitude. So just said. Fortitude. Uh, twenty-one. Exactly. So it takes half damage, and that's the same one that Gon was attacking. Correct. Yes. Is there a number on that one? If not, I'm going to call it number one.
3: There is not a number, but that will be number one. That's number one.
1: Thirty-seven. Oh my God. <laughs> so thirty-seven divided by two will be eighteen points of damage. Eighteen. Got it. And that is the end of Billy's turn. Morton, Morty.
4: All right. I guess I'm gonna head down the stairs. Right. Um, so if my speed's fifteen with my armor on, without it's probably thirty. That's what I was thinking. Okay. All right.
3: It's twenty-five.
0: Twenty-five. It's 25. Oh, that's right. 25. I think the first edition. 20,
4: 25, twenty-five. Fifteen. And I'm gonna take a whack at number one. Before you do that, yes, give me a 42 safe okay. case. 26.
0: You're good and bolstered from the stench.
4: Yes, it's wonderful. Okay, so I am going to attack number one with my longsword. Ooh, natural 20. Nice, <laughs> very nice. Very good feeling, good. feeling good.
1: Oh, right. we'll confirm it. Wait a minute. <laughs> you don't have to confirm
4: anymore. I don't think so.
1: Natural 20 is a critical hit. This is so, beautiful.
4: Yes. Morton,
0: Morty, what's oh, your Morton. weapon? What weapon do you use?
4: Oh, well, I have a disrupting longsword.
0: Is it a magical longsword? Yes. Plus one?
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So roll those 15 dice of damage. Because <laughs> this does disrupt it. It <laughs> is okay. an undead.
4: So we're
1: Brutal. To... You're able to get a disrupting longsword at this level?
0: Mm
4: hmm.
1: I think she can do disrupting yeah. at like level 2 or 3, right? Damn. I
4: do yeah. yeah. I'm going to do that again.
0: Okay. 1. <laughs> you just re-rolling dice you don't like? 5. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. Do you not do that? <laughs> I, well, I'm going to start. Okay. Anything lower four. than a 20, I'm re-rolling on this die.
4: 9. Oh, wait, wait. I get to roll two more times.
5: Yeah.
4: Plus 8. <laughs> That's 19. Plus 8. 27. Plus 1d6.
0: And did you double your strength damage or your plus damage? Like you do D8 plus something? Yeah. Yeah. It's on here. You did mm-hmm, all that. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So how much was it?
4: Okay. So that is tw- 29 points of damage.
0: It falls. It falls. You kill it. I, I killed, killed it. Holy crap. Nice.
5: <laughs> all right. nice. The nice.
0: finisher. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Again, the finisher. <laughs> One down, 19 to go. Horton <laughs> was that it? Was that, yes. Okay. That's the uh, it is their turn. And that ugly beastie who is attacking the system sees this holy creature of goodness and immediately moves to attack. So steps over, or strides over, and will take two claw attacks.
4: Oh, wait, but I have attack of opportunity. Oh, do you? I do. All right. I do.
0: Then you get to take an attack of opportunity. <laughs> D20 minus two. Okay.
4: Okay. Okay, that's 16 minus 2 is 14, plus what? What am I adding? You
3: just regular to hit. It would actually be your second, because this is your second attack in not, the round. Not for attacks of opportunity. Do they it, not count? It gets rid of that. Oh, yeah, nice. It's just a, it's just it's a, just your a long solid minus Here. 2. The
4: 13. Oh, plus the 13. Okay, cool. So it's 14, 17, 27.
0: 27. That is a hit. 2d8.
4: It's 7 and 7. That's 14 those plus are 10 four. siders. That's, Those are 10-siders. Those are 10? Yep. Why did you put those things?
1: Oh, I thought you were rolling well tens earlier. Oh.
0: <laughs> so two d8, d8 for the sword, and mm-hmm. because
4: it's. Okay, so that's eight points plus four is twelve.
0: Plus your disruption. Fourteen.
3: 14.
4: fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, okay. So we're calling it fourteen.
0: Okay, good.
5: <laughs> uh,
0: and it takes the hit and attacks you two times, claw claw. First attack is a twenty-five. Holy it crap! Hits. It hits. That's a hit. Is that a crit? No. All right. What's your own class?
4: Uh, without the armor, it's twenty-one.
0: Without your armor, it's not a twenty. Oh, yeah, armor, we had forgetting. Now. i I'm mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You're like, there's no way. Uh, I wanted to crit there's you no so way. bad. All right, so <laughs> before I even roll damage, yeah. I would like you to do two things for me. Okay. A fortitude save and a fortitude save.
4: Okay. All right, that's thirty. For the You're first good.
0: One. The second one.
4: And Twenty-four.
0: All right, so you do not contract. A disease. Nor are you paralyzed. Okay. And I'll roll its damage. Ooh, I get to roll D fours. Hey. D fours. <laughs> yay. You take seven points of damage from the first claw. It okay. will attempt to claw you a second time. Uh, there's a twenty-one hit. That's exactly your armor class. It isn't is. It? Yeah. All right. So again, two fortitude saves. I'll roll damage.
1: Oh, two fortitude saves from one attack. Really?
0: Every attack, two fortitude Okay, save. all right.
4: Uh, first one, it's 11 plus 14. That's 25. You're good. Okay. Ooh, uh, 17.
0: You're still good. You <laughs> take 10 points of damage from the second claw. Okay. The creature closest to Luckfi runs towards her and starts attacking. The other two creatures, sensing you, get up from eating and run towards... Uh, I guess it's going to be Morty. They get halfway and they leap to flank her.
4: No. So do I get attacks of opportunity on them? Not with this leap. Not because and they're mi- leaping.
0: Okay. Plus you only get one per round. Oh. So they see her. They start running full speed in the ma- midway. They just jump. Claws in the air and they pounce and land beside you. Claws two times a piece at you. First attack. Uh, Twenty-four. That's it. Two saving yep. throws please.
4: Fortitude. Yes.
0: Okay. For mm-hmm. nine points of damage. I'll give you the total damage. All right. Second one is a natural one. That misses.
4: Okay. All right. My first hit, my first uh, fortitude save is a 28. Good. And my second one is a 35. Okay.
0: You're good. (laughs) So the first claw hits. It does eight points of damage. It misses the second one. And the second one just rolled two ones. So it... I, imagine I see it just landing on its head. And it's now prone. <laughs> I know there's no fumbles in this game. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Two ones, <laughs> you're on your head. So that one is now prone
2: for the next round. Arthuric, I'm seeing all these, I'm guessing, some sort of undead dog, wolf, werewolf. They're humanoids. They're what humanoids. They're, oh, these are humanoids? Yeah, they're humanoids. I thought you said they were dog-like. I don't remember saying that, but they're not. They're they humanoids.
0: They got claws. They, yeah, they got fangs, <laughs> fangs and claws. Okay.
2: Like. Um, anyways, so... I'm going to go ahead and heal one of them, because that's already hurt one of them. I'm going to go for the closest one here.
0: All right, one second. Who is that at the bottom of the stairs? That's me. Okay, give me a fortitude save from the stench as that creature leapt close to you. That'd be 13. 13.
1: Oh, the grin.
2: That grin. Oh, no. Matt has the most
3: (laughs) evil GM grin. God. However.
2: I love it when y'all fuck up. Wait, wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on. All right. Lucky halfling? Well, I have yeah. lucky halfling. <laughs> okay, what is that? Uh, so, I, my happy-go-lucky nature makes it seem like misfortune avoids you. If I fail a skill check or a saving throw, I get to roll again and do it. Better start rolling, because you failed. That would be 23. You're good. Oh, nice!
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're now bolstered. What a, is that? A, is that a feat? A trait? Is that a halfling trait? What is it's that?
2: It's a special ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, I
1: think it's halfling. Yeah, cool. yeah it's oh, a halfling. It's an ancestry feat for halflings. Okay. So. There you go. And there. I grabbed it as well. I did too. Oh, did you? Yeah, like any halfling you that yeah. doesn't Son take that is an bitch. idiot. <laughs> yeah. <that's All> right, <laughs> fine. <laughs> but but in in our, it's only once a day. Okay. So, it's Good. This, yeah, once it day. Yeah, let's get those out of the way right now. <laughs> all
0: right, so that was not an action. That was it getting in your area, right. so you have all your actions still.
2: So, Wes, yes. I, this is my first time playing as a cleric. Sure. Um, I'm wanting to use my channel energy to mm-hmm. cast heal. Yep. So that allows me to cast heal at my highest level, spell yep. level. So Correct. that would be spell level four, Correct. which means it's heightened three times? Yes. So at three times, the heal, if it succeeds on the two-action version, because it's going to be ranged, is going to deal two, four, six Plus the first level of 1d8. So 7d8 of yeah. damage if it succeeds. So That's I'm doing it. that.
0: Okay. I would like to be a benevolent GM here. Yes. Yeah? You have three of them
2: within 30 feet of you. Burst it. All right, so I'm going to be bursting that out. That's uh, just...
1: You see, and you've got all three actions, right? So you right. got to do it. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. That's, that's, that's 4d8 plus your that's wisdom. <laughs> that, that is me being nice
2: yes, to a new that, player. That's fine. That's fine. That's it. That's your one for the day, all guys. Right, all that, right. that, <laughs> now you're dead. All right. So I'm going to use a burst heal action. All right. Um, so bursting is treated differently than single target. So what do I do? Um, it is instead
0: of 2d6 per heightened level, it's 1d6 per heightened level in addition to the first level. So you're heightening at 3. 1d8. One, I'm sorry, 1d8. So you're doing 3d8 plus your wisdom, plus first, whatever. Plus the first level. So it's a 4d8 burst. Well, there's no one, First level is just your stat bonus. Oh, yeah. burst. Right. So it's 3d8. 3D8. But you 4. have that
2: um, something some special. I have ability. healing hands. How does that work? Um, oh, you can't, can't do I can it add a burst. an action, but you can't do it as a burst. Gotcha. So. All right. So, Which also means that Hannah's going to get healing, too. Yes.
0: Everybody gets healing, and all those creatures take damage. So 3D8. do they have a saving throw or anything? Yes, they do. Okay. fortitude half. what's the DC probably the same as yours Shouldn't probably be the same, same. Be 21 21 yeah okay. uh, go ahead and roll your damage I'll start rolling saves fail pass fail so the second one
2: we'll call him number three s- so my roll plus my wisdom yes correct, correct. so that's uh, 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 no 21 21 points of burst damage so you take twenty one HP back. Yes. How Thank about you.
1: that? A burst that heals and hurts who to thunk. Uh, <laughs> full round action. It's, yeah, it's worth it. Worth it.
4: Oh, you got me almost back up to full. Thank you.
0: Arthur, you You're see welcome. that and uh, gone, you see that. It's your
3: turn. Great. So the zombie undead directly to my left. The uh, standing one or the prone one? The prone one. Okay. Uh, I am still in wolf stance. Uh, right. So that means I'm crouched down and I've got my hands together like a wolf's jaw basically. Nice. Oh, fun. Um, I am going to, for my first action, I will use uh, Flurry of Blows. Alright. For the first one, that's going to be a 28. Does that hit?
0: <laughs> that is a crit.
3: Oh, very Woo! nice. It's prone. Oh. It's
0: armor class is way down.
3: So Bravo. with Flurry of Blows, I have to I roll the second one as well. Okay. And that one is a 15, so I'm guessing it misses. That's a still a hit. Still a it's hit? It's just not a critical hit. Okay, so the way that it works is I do Ooh. all of the damage combined. That's to how flurry blows bypass flows. resistance and things like that.
0: Exactly. Okay, so do the first one, the, the crit first, and then add the second hit.
3: Okay. So that will be 4d8. And because I'm in wolf stance, the second hit, actually, uh, it has forceful. additional plus damage. So it's an additional die, okay. yep.
1: We have lots of D8s yeah. in this game. <laughs> you guys are prepared Holy for the healing that's going
0: to be needed. Oh, yeah. you hear it? You hear
1: it? Add some
0: dice. I
3: okay, like so it. the first attack will be a total of twenty-seven points of slashing damage.
0: You add it all together, right?
3: Uh, look, let me.
0: That was just the crit. Right. That
3: was just the crit. Right. So you do three D8.
5: Holy crap!
3: With oh, a normal hit. Yes, because it's got forceful traits. So instead of 2d8, I get an additional. No, it's plus one point of damage, not one die, for forceful. My understanding was it was one die, because it, the if you attack a third time, then you get another additional dice
0: let's take a look at that because uh, I have read it once with because the, the scimitar has it and I thought it was one point of damage let's make sure let's double check I don't want to jip you out of a die damage sure right. go ahead and roll two for now because I think with that crit and a regular hit you've killed it and we
2: can move on to your next attack okay that sounds good it looks like Wes is going to look this up for us real quick it's just a circumstance bonus to damage equal to the number of weapon damage die okay so it would be plus two points of damage gotcha okay so in that case it would be a
3: total of are you using a calculator Yes.
4: <laughs> oh man. Forty-three so
3: for, points of damage.
1: Forty-three.
4: This is serious. Holy crap! Flurry of blows on
1: that thing. Teach you to land on your
3: head. And so, that's geez. just my first action.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, two actions,
0: right? Because nope. flurry blows. Flurry blows is one action. action.
4: So did you just punch the hell out of it for yep. all that damage? He t-
0: I he took his clawed fingers and just ripped it in half. Good God! Fang like, oh, fist. It is dead. It's it's in twain. <laughs> Ugh. All right.
3: So. Second action, I will move around, Morty, and I will use my third action to do a ghost strike. What is that? Actually, I cannot because that's two actions. But I will use ghost strike soon. Don't I want to hear about it. Yeah, I can't wait to <laughs> do uh, So I'm just going to do a normal attack. That will be a total of twenty-four. That is a hit, not a crit, and that's the third
0: attack this round. So you get plus. That's the second,
3: second attack in this round.
0: I know, but for the... for the uh... Flurry
3: of Blows does not count for two attacks.
0: Oh, so... It's, okay, gotcha. Yep.
3: That's a total of eight points of damage. Is that with the forceful, though? That's what I was trying to... Oh, that'll be a total of 12 points of damage, then. 12 points. That is number so, two. So,
1: quick clarification. You said forceful and nax when it's flanked.
3: Oh yeah, it, it only enacts when it's flanked That creature is not flanked, okay. I apologize So right. it was actually only 8 points of damage gotcha. And that Does not kill it Is that your last action?
1: Yeah
0: It is Billy's turn
1: I'm going to whip out my bow All right. And then I'm going to fire at the creature That Gon is attacking uh, I would like to argue they do not get any uh, Cover Because I'm on the stairs above shooting down Can, I, can that work? Who
0: is that that's in your way?
1: Uh, that would be the half-orc and, um, so that is Mort and gone. Really okay. more of
0: Mort. If it was anybody but the half-orc, I would say no, but it gets a screen of plus two. Fine. And your weapon was already drawn, so you have three full actions. Yes. You fired last round.
1: Yep. <laughs> well, I didn't fire it, but I channeled energy. Which, That's right. So it was in my hands. You had your weapon in your hands. Yeah, because it's, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the first, first attack is going to be a 14. That is a miss. The second attack is going to be a 13. A mess. The last attack rolling? is going to be a three. Are you oh rolling a d20 God. or a d10? What is going on over there? Three arrows streaking through the air. <laughs> uh, land in the corpse laying over there in the corner because I can't fucking hit a goddamn thing.
0: <laughs> you are lucky.
4: quit ruining the carpet. <laughs>
0: Morty, it's your turn.
4: Oh okay, I am going to round on this guy who is right in front of me. Uh-huh. Um, That's number what?
0: And it will be number two.
4: It'll be number two. Okay. And I'm going to attack him with my longsword. And that is going to be a 24.
0: That is a hit. Fabulous. It's not flanked, is it? No. No.
3: No, it's not.
4: Near. Okay. All right. All right. So we're going to do 2d8. Okay. So 5 plus 4 is 9 plus 3 is 12.
0: Yeah. Falls. All right. Dead. The
4: finisher! Another one De- down.
0: De- yes. Deader. Another one bites the
4: All right. Okay, I'd like to also take a whack at this one, number Ooh. three. All right, that is 23. Hit. Wonderful. No, wait, is it minus five? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's 18. Sorry. Hit. Hit?
0: Just Seriously? barely. Yes.
4: All right, so we're going to do three plus four is seven, plus 11 points of damage. Swiss cheese memory. Sorry.
1: It is still up. That was really? your last action.
4: Shoot.
1: Hey. It probably would have died if I'd hit it with an arrow or two, but, you know, whatever.
4: You know, you could it's be like, helping. I, I could be a you could master be helping.
1: hunter who spent his entire life training with his bow and... I am
0: most certain it would have died if you did it with there. God. damn it! Bless. However, it will take three claw attacks at good old Morty there.
4: <laughs> Is it because I'm big?
0: Yes. Shit! And also holy, shining light of beating. Yeah, you are like a turd in a punch bowl to an undead. Like, everybody sees you from a mile away. First attack. I'm the turd! <laughs> armor class, 25.
5: <laughs>
4: it hits.
0: Hit. Two fort mm-hmm. safes. Take ten points of damage.
4: That's twenty-nine for the first good. one. And nineteen.
0: Good, good. And the second attack was a natural twenty. Ooh. Uh, did you not hear paladins are immune to critical? I didn't now? hear that because I think it's bullshit.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Shit!
0: <laughs> Two more forts. Okay. And you take seventeen points of damage from Meow. this really horrible claw.
4: Alright, twenty four. Good. And twenty six. Good. How many points was it, 17?
0: 17. 17, last attack at minus 10 misses. It is the other one. It swipes twice at Luckvee and she falls.
4: <gasps> no. Not luckvy
2: But she's not she's dead, right? Dead Don't know. Arthric. So my heal has a range of 30 if I do it as a two action. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm forget. gonna move my 15 feet uh-huh. right there. That puts me within 30 feet Uh, so I'm going to use my healing hands I don't think you can if you're doing ranged because you moved, right? Uh, My healing hands just adds verbal casting to the action verbal casting action to the casting of a triggering spell and increase the number of hit points the target regained by 1d8 Correct. You took an action to move it takes two actions to do a ranged heal so that would be four actions
1: It'd be three actions Am I wrong? The base actions to cast a ranged heal is two actions, so to use healing hands, it would be three actions. He's already moved. I see. I see. I misunderstood. I apologize. It's okay. All right, so never mind.
2: I'm just going to do the the range, and it's going to be my full power heal.
0: Okay, DC 21. That's a critical fail.
5: Mm.
0: Yeah, I rolled a two. DC 21, it critically failed. Double damage. (laughs) Damn it fabulous this is stupid you should be dead by now <laughs> <laughs>
2: so is it two four six eight d8 it will be or 16 d8 it will be so
0: at seventh level you roll 48 no god that's individual it's 14 d8 14 d8 yeah. i need some d eight, guys oh my god all right here I'm, here here i'm gonna go ahead and melt it but i do want to hear the damage
2: 14. And we have enough D8s to cover it. <laughs>
4: oh my god. Oh, that's, that's, just, that's a beautiful oh yeah. Cell. That is a lot of Whoa. dice.
1: That is a lot of dice. That's oh dice. a lot of low numbers, too. Oh my oh my I saw a couple 10. of eights. I hope it's
3: not enough. It would be amazing <laughs> if we didn't god. kill this creature. <laughs> I'm going to kill you.
0: 48. It bursts into flames and turns to ash. <laughs> it is dead.
1: <laughs> Poof. Poof. Oh man, Arthur just poofed. An undead from full life to dead in one hit. And I just see him. Beautiful. Flurs ah, are awesome. <laughs> I see
0: him like uh, army of darkness when uh, Ash shoots somebody and just, <sighs> and he just shivers within, <laughs> you know <laughs> the power within. All right, Arthur, I think that's all your actions. It is Gon's
3: turn. Uh, Gon is still in wolf stance, and he will do another flurry of blows. OK. That is going to be a 26 and a 29. Hit, hit. Is the 29 a critical?
0: It is, yes. Ooh, nice.
1: Nice, nice, nice.
0: I mean, really damaged, but it's dead as hell.
1: So you're patiently waiting on him to roll his dice. That's a
3: total of 33 points of damage. Good God.
1: Tear it in half. Rip. (laughs) All right, so everything's dead
0: on the map. And the stench fades slowly. You see Professor run over to Luckvy and kind of, it looks like he's looking her over. We are now
3: out of combat. Uh, I will do a medicine check to see if I can help the person that was being attacked, the male she, assistant. She, He was never attacked. Oh, they, okay. they leapt into place they didn't attack. Gotcha. Uh,
0: the only person that looks like it's had any sort of damage at all is lucky and she is bleeding profusely.
2: And you hear the professor just yelling, Please, hurry, come over here, help her, help her. Yeah, I'm going to go over there, and, uh, well, if she's bleeding. Bleeding profusely. Is this like she's gonna die real fast? Probably. <laughs> so like ten minutes I can't spend. No, no. You got like ten seconds. No. Okay, then I'm just gonna take the five-foot step and then go ahead and cast a heal on her. Okay. Uh, you heal her, she comes back to life. <laughs> she's like but
0: immediately stands up. More healing than yeah. But she does. She she wakes up abruptly and you see the wounds healing. However, you can see that the wounds that she does have are festered. Uh. She looks she looks sick. She is green.
1: Quick, <sighs> quick medicine check to find out what she's suffering from. Let
0: me roll. But she does I said she's she just stands up immediately. She does not move. You see she's healed, she's alive, but she can't move.
1: Uh 28, to figure out what she has.
0: She has what you recognize as gast fever. Disease? Disease. It is a disease, yes.
1: I'm gonna walk up and I'm going to cast Remove Disease on her.
0: Okay. Uh, it, it immediately goes away. Well, that was simple. Wow. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well,
1: is it that
0: simple? Yes. Okay.
4: <laughs> like Goblin Pinky? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what he said. Yeah, because yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure if there's a save
1: versus... Yeah. I, I think Remove yeah. Disease should just get rid of a disease. But it, it doesn't in 2.0. And the only reason I pointed out is we're, uh, you know, we're playing testing the rules. Do you know? It says an attempt to remove the disease. Look at page 319. 319. Oh, Let's go by the rules. If your ability has a higher counteract level than that of the effect to be counteracted, you automatically succeed. What
0: All was right. the disease? Gast fever. So I'm going to tell you what. You roll a caster check. D10 plus your everything. 25. It's way above the DC of the disease. I'm going to call that a cure.
1: Cool. Beautiful. Then Come run on. up, cast Cure Disease on her. Are you feeling better yet?
0: No, immediately, she doesn't move immediately. You remove the disease, and then, oh, a good. 12, 18 seconds later, she starts to blink and move her hands. Well, that was a lot of wasted armor time. She takes a deep breath. That was terrible. What? What was going? What was that? And you notice the professor. His head is just kind of bowed like in like in disgrace like he's just embarrassed
1: professor what did you do
0: my students my friends i'm sorry for what's come i must retreat to somberfeld's basement now so i can cause no harm please please won't you keep my students safe until the morning comes use everything at your disposal to do this i have to go and he takes off running
1: while you're running tell us what the hell happened I mean, while you're running.
0: (laughs) They're coming for me. I know they're coming for me. They've been in my mind for weeks. There is something, someone out there, and it has to be part. It has to be the night heralds. I've seen visions. I've heard voices. Every night when the students go to sleep, I lock myself in the basement. Because I've been possessed. After dark, every night, I'm fighting it now. It happens right at dark. I have to go. You have to let me go.
1: Is it a curse?
0: I don't know. It's a possession. It's... I don't know. But you have to let me go.
1: Well, then get the hell out of here. Okay. He What's
0: takes in the locked door upstairs? It's it's a locked door. He actually runs towards <laughs> the back of the lower floor. Uh, down here to the room in the far back right. He opens the door, slams it behind him, and he disappears.
3: Um... While he is running away, Gon is going to go to the entrance uh-huh. and he is going to set a snare. Okay.
1: And then uh, I'm hauling ass upstairs to put on armor.
3: Okay. Same. Okay. Oh, ditto. <laughs> so
1: for everybody
0: to get their armor, that is, we're going to say it's been three minutes.
3: While they're getting their armor put on, like I said, I'm setting up the snare. The snare and, was quick. Cool. Done. Four then, minutes.
1: Okay, so as soon as we have our armor on, we're going to make our way back down into this little area. We're all going to look at each other. Gone. You got any other of those traps we could set at all the entrances? Lucky, tell us where all the entrances are to this building right now. Windows, doors into this place, everything. You have five seconds.
0: The main door, which is still blasted open uh, from the guests that opened the door earlier, uh, is, is sitting wide open. There are windows. You remember seeing those, like in the dining hall, the gigantic glass, uh, stained glass kind of windows. Both sides, very symmetrical. So if it's on one side, it's on both. Upstairs, those windows aren't very big. You couldn't crawl through a window. But you did notice in your individual bedrooms upstairs, there's a iron and glass door that goes out into a balcony. They're not locked. That is about all she can think of right now as far as...
1: All right, I'm going to make a suggestion. Grab chairs from the dining room, shove them under the doorknobs going into our rooms to lock those doors upstairs. Then we will set traps and try to lift the uh, anything we can to barricade the windows left and right, and we only have seconds to act. So move, people, move.
0: That takes you about three or four minutes. Seven minutes have passed.
1: Okay, so we've got the doors upstairs are completely barred shut. Can, yeah, as best can, we can. They're closed.
0: Least. Bed in front of it. The windows are. You found those uh, those chests in that storage area. You can pull those out. that make great barricade. You have closed the front door and put. St- Chairs and stools, not tables because they're nailed down. Um, and you've secu- resecured that front door.
1: The doors upstairs are secure as well? Yes. And then what about the two glass windows?
0: There's not much you can do about that. They're enormous. They are from floor to ceiling.
1: There is a door here uh, in area D12 on the eastern side That's of the That's our map- study area, yes. Uh, we, if we shut that door, does that seal that room off more or less?
0: You, well, you know there's other ways out because you came by way of the storage area. So there's right. another door.
1: So if we shut those two doors, are we good?
0: Shut those doors and barricade them. Yep, that will help secure that area. So, okay, so we would can
1: definitely ca- do that. We can at least slow them down from the east side, and we can focus specifically on the west.
2: Yeah, that sounds good to me. Or, what about us uh, chilling in the pantry?
1: <clears throat> Not enough room to fight. <laughs> Lots I want, of food though. I want some area. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're talking about over here on the uh, on that side on the pantry side of the map because that's the window we left open with is in the dining room. Dining room is D3. And so and D4 is that? Kitchen. So is the kitchen? Yeah. I thought they were the other way around. Yeah, it's oh. flipped. Oh, so D4 mind. is the dining room, Oops. so it has the nailed down table. I say we get some tools. Let's get some tools. We'll try to pry this thing up and put it in front of the window to slow them down even more.
4: I agree. Sir Billy, I'm so glad you have the knowledge to fortify this house.
2: <laughs> I've got a short tool in my bag.
1: Let me grab it. <laughs> Very good. Everybody, while
0: you're milling around doing this thing, re-fortifying... Everybody give me a perception check, please, in this uh, main area. 18 for Billy.
2: 19 for Arthur. 10. 18. Continue as you were.
1: Very good. Uh Uh, Let's try and barricade D4 as much as possible.
2: So do we know
3: which room is Dr. Oskalar in?
1: He is in the back. You actually haven't been back there to explore, but
0: you can see the room that he went in. He went through the library to the double-doored room. I'm sorry, excuse me, the one to the right of the double-doored room, shut the door behind him,
2: and yes, exactly. (laughs) So D12 and D13 are barricaded off. Done. Yes. These Uh, rooms are still open, but we're not aware of any openings. There are no windows, no doors in any of those rooms. I'll I'll assume that you've looked through all those.
0: Okay. And when you do that, he is not in that room. Uh, Dr. Oscular is not in the room that you saw
3: him run into.
1: Okay, then uh, we're going to... I'm going to suggest we go in there and find what he went through to disappear. Yeah,
3: is there a perception check we can make? locked door or something like that? There's several
0: doors. Um, Blood v. One goes to another bedroom, and the other one goes to a closet. Um, since you know exactly what he spoke about, it is a low DC to actually see the trap door that goes down into what you assume is the basement he spoke about earlier.
1: Got anything else heavy we can put over the top of it? I mean... We got anything heavy, we can put it got the,
2: the I got this tool I can go try to pry the table up.
0: There are actually several empty chests in oh, this room. that's a better idea. Um, empty like, clothes and stuff like that, but nothing of value.
1: We're going to barricade that shut as well. And so shut the even door. if he wants to come back, he can't. You got it. Nine minutes. Um, where do we want to fight?
3: I say, so I just want to make sure I'm understanding the way that this map is drawn out. This area that I'm pointing to is D1. It is the red carpeted area. Correct. This area is also D1. That's library. It's D2. That's a big stone pillar right in the center, that goes
0: from floor to ceiling. That uh, uh, octagon, or
3: like this area back here.
0: That area back there is a library. There are several uh, chairs and tables set up for study. Uh, The octagon is layered with uh, um, bookshelves with all kinds of leather-bound books. There's I didn't draw the tables on there, but there are about two tables on each side of the large stone pillar
3: you cannot get on top of the pillar it's like from floor to ceiling sure (laughs) I guess my big question though is is you have to go through the library to get to the room that the doctor went into so I'm thinking if there's small entrances into this library area then we draw them in through the library so two, you know maybe a healer and a fighter on one side and a healer and a fighter on the other side because they're all going to funnel into this one area there's no other way to get back there
1: gone that is excellent tactical decision-making that is a plan I can get behind and go, people, go. Here we go. It is time. It is go time. You hear
0: the banging again on the front door. You see this, the doors pushing in and pushing in. And on the third thrust, the doors fly open. The barricade, destroyed, lies in front of it as rough terrain. And you see that the what you set up there is all jagged and, and piercy. Is <laughs> that a word? Are we um, talking
1: about the snare?
0: No, not the snare. Not the snare. It's it's uh, like literally the barricade you put up there was destroyed. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Creating and a difficult terrain a difficult with uh, caltrops all and the And the, the snare ground. is still there. Didn't go off. Okay. Because I'm a benevolent GM. You're so sweet, Matt. <laughs> um, and you see four creatures. And you'll find out. What they look like? No, no in two weeks. No! Wow! Come on! creatures at the door. No, we're set up
1: and we're ready to fight tonight. Damn it!
0: Thanks, guys. It's been fun. <laughs>
1: oh, thanks, <laughs>
4: benevolent <Jean>. GM.
2: <laughs> the New Path Podcast is a production of the Back Patio Network. Doomsday Dawn is copyright 2018. Doomsday Dawn and Pathfinder 2.0 are trademarks of Paizo. Please follow us on Twitter for all network updates at BackPatioNet. Leave us a review on iTunes or your podcasting platform of choice. My name is Casey. Feel free to reach out to me directly on Twitter at CritFumbleCasey. Thanks for listening. This has been a BackPatio production.